Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Welcome back to another episode of Sovereign Self. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I have an amazing return guest with me, Sally Boyd. But before we get into Sally and the goodness that she brings with her, I would like to remind you that coming up next week, we will be on a new channel, the business channel, and the time will be one hour earlier. So that will be 3 p.m. Pacific time. So mark that on your calendar and you will find us over there. The other thing I'd like to invite you to do is to grab your pen, grab your piece of paper. You're going to need it once Sally starts holding forth. Uh, But even before then, I would like to invite you to get to know your personal giftedness a little bit better. So many of us move through this world swimming in the water and breathing the air that is us, and we don't realize how amazing and uniquely wonderful that is and i created the superpower quiz to give you a mirror to look in so you can see your own personal giftedness and you can find that at superpowerquiz.us and get the answer to what is your number one spiritual superpower and now with that all out of the way i would like to invite uh, invite i would like to introduce our invited guest, Sally Boyd. Uh, She created Activated Astrology after an intense energy shift in 2018. She's also the co-founder of the Ascension School of Spirituality. She wanted to create a community for people seeking positive change in their life by embracing challenges and seeking opportunities through astrology. Timing is everything and astrological cycles provide insight for success, health, love, money, mental health, purpose, and spiritual growth. Navigating the course of your life means recognizing the signs as they're presented. And Sally gives practical, intuitive guidance and teachings that are easy to understand and follow. She would love to be part of your journey, use astrology to truly realize your life's purpose and seize the magical timing that is there for your highest and best. Welcome, Sally. I'm so happy to have you here with us today. Hi, Zofia. It's always so good to be on your show. I always pick up more information from you than I give, I think. I was <laughs> I'm not sure who's sharing the pearls here, but it's always fun and enlightening. Well, I think that's always a sign of a really good give and take when you, you leave and you're like, I got so much out of this. But again, it's back to that swimming in your own water. You bring so much to the show every time you show up. So I, I'd like to think it's a very balanced energy exchange. <laughs> Thank you. It might have something to do with our friendship. I'm not sure. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. Exactly. Uh, well, and we've had you on the show before as part of the Ascension School, but this is, I think, the first time we've had an opportunity to talk about you and your personal journey. So tell me a little bit, Sally Boyd, how did you come into astrology? Where were you before? How did it arrive in your life? Well, I've always had a connection, known that there was some type of connection. Like, it's in me. It's nothing that is outside of me. It's in me, you know, and um, it's in all of us. But I think some of us 
just resonate with it a little bit more. It may have to do with my big stellium in my 11th house. It uh, could be. Well, and the house of astrology. And we're trained to look outside ourselves, honestly. From the yeah. time you're a young child, you're like, watch me how I do this or take this advice or go, go see these teachers who are going to, you know, impart the secrets of reading and writing and arithmetic and all this kind of stuff. And so you're trained to look outside yourself for information and guidance. Yes. And I do. And I, and I do that. I look outside, I look, I look everywhere for guidance and knowledge, but at the end of the day, you know, what you're feeling in your gut or what you innately know, what comes easiest to you is really probably the path you need to go down to. The one that just feels right, you know, yeah. and it stays with you all of your life. You know, that's I think that's really the key of it. If you if you, some some people, you know, come to astrology later in life, but it there's just a familiarity to them. Oh, yes. You know, yeah, you know your modality when it shows up because you learn it so fast. There's like zero learning curve almost. (laughs) It's really just more of it feels more like remembering than it does learning. That's exactly right. It, Mm -hmm. It the experience is a lot like remembering. I remember taking my very first like hands on healing course. And thinking, well, this is going to be like amazing and earth shattering and all that kind of stuff. And I remember getting down to the end of the two day course. It was a weekend intensive. And I was like, this is really weird because I, I knew all this stuff, mm-hmm. but I didn't know it. And mm-hmm. it, it was just like that. It was a remembering of things previously learned. There wasn't a learning curve like there has been with other topics. Right. You know, and I don't want to discourage people that are interested in astrology um, because I think that we get so wrapped up in astrologers, get real nerdy about it. Oh, and, yes. <laughs> you know, we want to talk about the math of it and, and you know, all of the, depending on what you like, uh, what, what you like in other parts of your life. Ex- example, like if you're a history buff, you may lean toward another modality, another, another division of astrology. Astrology covers everything in life. You know, every single subject in life, there's a direction or a path that you can learn about in astrology. It's not about uh, learning all of the tiny little ins and outs and memorizing this and memorizing that. It's really about embracing the energy and knowing that it's a part of you and it's really a it's really your experience is created by you you yeah. know and and this is just a way for you to interpret mm-hmm. what's coming in and what's going to help you and where the bumps may be and how you can navigate that and so it's so helpful as a yeah. life tool it really is. So, so when when did this tool arrive for you? How did it show up? What was going mm-hmm. on in your world when you started the remembering of astrology? Mm. I would say probably about 21. Mm-hmm. But I didn't start my business. I didn't start doing it as a business. I didn't yeah. start really doing that until, you know, 2000. Much later. Yeah, exactly. Around in there. 
Right. Um, but it it was probably when I was about 21. Well, even before that, if, you know, even in grade school, I, I was looking through Linda Goodman's, you know, uh, love signs and stuff like that and playing matchmaker. I think I've said that before on the show. But, um, you know, <laughs> matching Libra with, you know, <laughs> that's just kind of, you know, that was, that was the way, way you kind of went. Um, yeah, but- I, I always kind of got a kick out mm-hmm. of those and I continue mm-hmm. to get a kick out of them because I, I seem to always want to go kind of counter to the prevailing wisdom because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a Libra, my husband's a Sag. <laughs> Mm. And that's not usually a combination that you would choose to put together. <laughs> a lot of fun, though. An awful oh, lot of fun. Yeah. Well, and he's a cusper. So I think that gives us a little something in common as well. Of course. Of course it does. I, I feel like, you know, every I tend I tended to go to astrology when life was going tits up. OK. It was my go to. Because I, I, I'm, you know, I just kind of need to know. I have this need to know. I like to get really deep and know exactly what causes things. Well, life doesn't provide that. But I got yeah. this. Yeah, status. where'd my darn manual go? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's in your, it's, it's your birth chart. There's your manual. Yeah. But I can tell you that it's like, it was a, it didn't give me yes, didn't, doesn't answer yes and no questions. But it says, well, if you do this, you're more, it's more likely to turn out that way. If you do that, then it's more likely to turn out this way. If you, this is a possibility. Now, are you going to play victim or are you going to choose the higher expression of this and see, turn it around and see how you can get, see the joy, see the goodness out of it. You know? So can you give us an example of a moment when life was going tits up, as you said, mm-hmm. and um, and astrology helped you to think through it, how it helped you to make those higher choices as opposed yes. to the yeah, reflexive yeah. stuff, you know, with the family junk attached to it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I often use, and this is very important for people that were born in like from 64 to this, this is important for people born 64 to 67, uh, 35 to 38, and mm-hmm. 93 to 96 right okay. now. Because Saturn just moved into Pisces. So they're having a return. They're either having their first return, their second return, or their third return. And well, t- might... tell us a little bit about a re- what a return to Pisces is okay. about. It's a Saturn return. So okay. every 29 and a half years, Saturn returns back to where it was when you were born, when you took your first breath. And so those people that were in those years are having their first return, second return, or third return. And they are going through something life-changing. They were born with Saturn in Pisces. And Saturn just moved from Aquarius into Pisces. And so now we're going to see how Saturn is going to behave when it's in that expression. So Saturn being very timely, achieving, you know, very strong and disciplined and the father paternal figure and, you know, that type of thing. And then wavy, dreamy Pisces, spiritual 
Pisces. Mm -hmm. So how are we going to operate with that? Saturn returns are always about, um, it's kind of like a rite of passage. Yeah. I've gone through the first 30 years of life. Now I'm ready to be a real adult. Yes. (laughs) Right? I thought I was an adult. and, And the two descriptions that you just gave me, it's like, that's my business. It's, it's structured, it's grounded, and it's woo all at the same time. <laughs> yes, you're a perfect example of that energy. Perfect example, because you're very methodical. Uh, you know, you're, you're very, very capable of, of setting goals and, and getting to it and marking the time. And, you know, this is something that's in your wheelhouse. But so is the mystic, the magic, the the uh, fluid, the flow of of spirituality, the the dreams, flow of dreams, and and that type of expression. Also, escapism mm-hmm. in its darker expression. There's it's in heavier, lower expression. So, <laughs> which, which I, also explains why I want to go place of seven, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Exactly. So, so my first crisis that I really grasped it and really started going, okay, I need this for my life. Being raised a Christian, you kind of just used it as parlor tricks in the South because Mm -hmm. of the whole stigma that it had, you know? Right. But um, I was in Los Angeles. I had been there since 88. It was now 1990. I had been working as a professional actress and singer since I was 18 years old. Now I'm 30. Actually, before that, 17 years old. And I had basically thrown caution to the wind, uplifted my life, moved to Los Angeles with uh, my manager. We were living out there. I had a record deal. I was, I was, you know, on pl- being played yeah. everywhere. You you were on the cusp out. of like launching. Yeah. 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 And in a minute, in a minute, it all turned around and went south. Holy crap. Now, what happened? Still, well, just, you know, I think there was, a, there was a lot of stuff that happened. It was, there was a stock market crash. So that took away some of the funding. Uh, the, it was like the universe was saying, this is over for you. You need to go on and move somewhere else. You're a grown up now. Oh, okay. So like the distribution of the album uh, was changed from uh, MCA to uh, Capital. And that was during the time when uh, uh, Michael Jackson had bought up all the Beatles thing. And so the, the EMI was all part of that too. So it was just a chaotic time and nothing was, everything was working perfectly until it wasn't. And then everything broke. Oh, and it was, man. it was, it was God telling me, you know, <laughs> you're, you're moving on to something else. <laughs> there's something else that you still have to accomplish. And it's not in this, it's not in this, or it was God telling me, you didn't take this serious enough. Mm. You weren't focused enough to do this, or you didn't love yourself enough to allow it. Yeah. To allow it. It didn't work this way. We're going to have to learn this lesson another way. 
So then you go to your second Saturn return. That's where the folks that the baby boomers right now, 64 to 69, they're in their second Saturn return. Now you've lived life. You are now on the second, the second. Okay, now what am I going to do to achieve? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm at that point where life has really changed for me now. What's next? What lessons do I still have to learn? What structure yes, can I still put into exactly. my life? You've officially become old folks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And, that, and Saturn is time. Saturn is old folks. Yeah. You know? So now, you know, it's it that's kind of that to answer your question, that was really what pushed me into really paying attention to cycles and transits and astrology because I realized that I got with me, with my monkey mind, I could calm myself down and real and know, okay, this is not going to last all my life. This is going to go away. Yeah. There is something that's brighter. This, there's an energy that's coming in. I don't have to get caught up in this because this is going to shift. And I, what the minute I got that, I was able to tolerate the pain of losing what I thought was, you know, my life. Yeah. You know? All of that amazing hopefulness that you had. Yeah. 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 My recognition, who I was, my achievements, everything I'd worked for, you know, people that I would let down, you know, because they were pulling for me, all that stuff, the embarrassment, all that stuff. So that's what, what got me to here. All right. That's a really strong testimonial for, for, the use of astrology in your life. And we are coming up on our first break here. Now, I know astrology can be used for a whole bunch of things. And so we will dig into that when we return from the break. Um, if you've been out there taking notes because you're in the Saturn return group as well, uh, you know, finish up your thoughts on that as we go into the break and hang with us. We'll be right back. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to tellzofia, that's T-E-L-L-Z-O-F-I-A dot com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's tellzofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first. In a Realm is a free monthly holistic health magazine that promotes total health and wellness of body, mind, and spirit. We're a much loved community resource for both alternative and traditional healing. We're in our 24th year of educating our readers about innovative therapies aimed at stress reduction, emotional healing, diet modification, energy healing, body movement therapies like yoga and Tai Chi, and so much more. Restore your soul, find your balance, and elevate your life with Inner Realm. Find us at innerrealmmagazine.com. Get Unchained! 
Tune in every Monday for Jane Unchained on the Voice America Influencers Channel, featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and social media influencer, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Jane Unchained Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renee Morales, and I'm still here with Sally Boyd, the intuitive astrologer. And before the break, I teased that she was going to share some of the things you can actually use astrology for. Um, But before we go into that, she shared something over the break that I would have teased had I known, (laughs) which is people who are in that, what were the the years, 60? Well, actually, it's everyone that was... Actually, it's everyone that was born in the 60s now that I'm now that you're really thinking about it. Okay, so we get a little extra something, something. So Mm -hmm. what's the extra something, something, Sally? Okay, so we were talking about Saturn in Pisces. People that were born in the 60s had your were born with your well, first of all, they were born with um. Well, okay. The, well, they were born with Pluto and Uranus in Virgo, which is the opposite of Pisces. So Saturn is going to be opposing Uranus, their natal Uranus, and it's also going to be opposing their Pluto. And with that comes a lot of transition and a lot of um, uh, it could potentially be some kind of heavy energy that's really needed for you to go stand back and say, okay, with Uranus, you go, all right, is this job Virgo? Virgo is work okay. and it's service, okay, and health. So <laughs> you're going to be asked to look at those old habits that you could have changed and you didn't do for your health or your old work habits, you know, uh, things like that. And you're going to be asked to, you're going to have to ask yourself, is this serving me? And, and, you know, or is it really harming me? You're not going to be able to just sweep things under the rug. Um, 
I think with Uranus, it's going to be more about this work is not allowing me enough freedom. This, I want something new. I want something different. I want to serve in a different way. And I want it to be for the people, for the community. From maybe your mouth to God's ears, because this is exactly, exactly what I have been working on this entire year. Yay. It's like, how, how do I serve the world without completely sacrificing my health? How do I move into a new work mode that's not like this Germanic hyperdrive workaholic rhythm? How, how do I find that middle ground? You are going to get so much support from Uranus here. People that were born in the 60s, like the, you know, with Pluto and Uranus in Virgo, many of them have had lots of jobs. They have such an amazing broad skill set. Um, and it's not just, it's not because maybe there's, you, you've been identified as somebody who didn't stick to anything, mm-hmm. but it's not that. It's more of, I like to work in all things. I like this and I like that and I like this and I like that. And this interests me and I want to learn about this. Yes. And, and Le- Leonardo da Vinci is my hero. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> right, right. So that is the underlying energy right there from the 60s folks. You may have stuck with one job, but had multiple positions. You may or one one company, but had multiple positions. But I would say that now you're going to be in that place where you go, I am, this is not serving other people the way I want it to. It's not, it's not letting me be the individual. Um, And so how am I going to achieve change, radical change? Yes. Saturn, change Uranus. Virgo. It's going to be something to do with work. And it's going to be something to do with health and or both. At the same time, pulling in when when they when you become when Saturn becomes opposite your natal Pluto, then we're talking about the secrets that you had at work, the health secrets, the underlying, the 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 control issues, the mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff. The transformation. So Saturn and Pluto working together to do some major transformation. We've seen that happen. You know, if we just take the Saturn Uranus uh, thing that happened with the, the early 60 babies, you know, Pluto went right over. We had experienced our Saturn return with a Saturn conjunction junction. So for if you were like 60, 61, 63. So, um, you know, that's something that, well, I mean, with a Pluto, our, yeah, yeah, that's it. I know. Who's on first? Wait, which one? <laughs> so, so what that, that is really kind of leading into is these oppositions for that, for, for those people in the 60s, for the next three years, is, is radical transformation in the way you work and radical transformation in your health. Be, I can only urge you to be proactive 
and to surround yourself with community and the higher good for the collective. You know, there's a point where, um, you know, I was I was reading and praying this morning and I kind of got this message that don't don't worry so much because all of those the, all, those of us that have been kind of on this path for all of our life, really, we came <laughs> kind of do this. We are ahead of schedule and we have we have this. We are going to be able we've got enough energy behind us now to reach down and grab those people. I heard this actually from Sarah Lee, another astrologer that I talked to the other night, reach down and grab those people that are kind of like, I don't know what to do. I'm, you know, I don't want to do this. I'm going to feel like I should do this. And, you know, I'm speaking about, you know, an evolutionary process, reach down, give a hand to those people and help them up. But most people have already kind of decided which way they're going to go and they're both fine. But if we can, if we can just kind of bridge that gap a little bit with these these folks that are kind of in between, we don't want them to get lost. So still, you know, reach out to to those in your community that are are that just need to leg up. Be kind. Yeah, be compassionate because it's easy to forget you were once there. <sighs> Yeah, until something bad happens, and then you're there, right? Then you're there again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I should say that's kind of a bad. That's kind of (sighs) the right way I wanted to say that. But until we come through another, another transit that gives us pause, you know, and then we're right back there again. We remember exactly what it was like. But I can tell you that that's really, um, that's really, I think the most important thing. Um, and then the Pluto Aquarius, Katie bar the door, Pluto moving into Aquarius for two, just for two and a half months. It's been there for about a two, couple of weeks now. I think it moved in, uh, I want to say March 20th, but that may be wrong. So don't quote me here. Um, but it's going to be there until June 11th. What does that bring with it? Pluto, of course, is transformation and control and it's the underbelly and it shows corruption. Ah, but it oh, was- somebody just got indicted. Anyway, moving yes. on to something else. I don't, and I don't it- do politics, but <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Word <it> association. <laughs> it it actually moved in. Let's see. Saturn moved into Pisces on the seventh. Uh, Jupiter and Chiron were conjunct on the twelfth, and Pluto moved in on the twenty third. So that'd be interesting to see what date that was exactly. Yeah, it and, would be, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, so going back to kind first of it. practical applications for those of us out here just kind of living our lives who maybe don't have a depth of training in astrology, how do we best use this information? How do we best tune into it and get what we need without having to, what do I want to say, learn all the math and geeky yeah. stuff? <laughs> okay, so I, I get it exactly. Okay, <clears throat> if you just want to learn it, on, if you just want to get the energy of it, uh, the first thing is you got to find access. How do you? How do I access good quality information? And I'm not just talking. There's some really good horoscopes out there, but I'm not just talking about you know the horoscopes. You need to know most important things. You need to know your big three. 
And what are our big three? Big three. You need to know your sun sign, which is what most of the horoscopes are written off of. Right. Right. And you need to know your rising sign, rising being your identity, the way people perceive you. It's from an evolutionary standpoint, it's kind of how our, it's our soul's portal. And then the third would be to know your moon sign. Those are the big three. Okay, and what, does, what does the moon sign tell us? Your feelings, your emotion, how you intuit. Ah, and would that get us into spiritual gifts? Yes, it's also, it's also what keeps us from our spiritual gifts. Oh, so that, that would be important information then. Right. And the reason why it's what keeps us from our spiritual gifts is because our, where our moon is, is what triggers stress, emotional stress and how we process that stress. Ooh. And so if we're in stress, it's really hard to connect into our gift. Yeah. You know, we, we, nothing matters at that moment other than what's stressing you unless you're trained to do the whole breathing thing and get out of it and release it and yada, yeah, yada, stand yada, back yada. and observe the panic attack instead of being drawn into the center of it yeah exactly exactly so learn your big three and you can do that by um going to like astro.com or cafe astrology they all have little apps in there that'll help you pull up a free chart and then you'll have to add, you'll have to look, you know, you'll have you're going to have to kind of look to see what the glyphs mean and stuff like that. But if you read, if you just simply take those, um, I'm just giving you like a real cheap, like free thing to do. If you take just your rising sign, that's also called the AC or the ascendant. Mm -hmm. um, if you take your just your ascendant, just your sun sign, and you read your horoscopes just on those two levels, just just if you read the horoscope once a week or once a month, and you read your horse, you read your your the sun uh, sign, the sun sign, and your rising sign, that will get you started. That'll get you okay. started if it's a good quality, you know. And how do you know if you've gotten a hold of a good quality horoscope? Use your intuition. If it doesn't ring well, if it doesn't sit well. Now, I must. I, I have to tell you that you have. You must know. You really need to know if you can, in order to get a good rising sign. You have to know your time of birth, which is on your birth certificate, to get your rising sign. Right. Okay. So <clears throat> you'll know. You'll know like where your moon is, but you won't know your rising sign. So. Um, you, you'll know if you intuit and you go, this, this is just, this just doesn't, fit. It doesn't yeah. feel right. It doesn't, it's silly. It's, or it's sometimes like I've noticed, um, a lot of astrologers that are abroad and it may be because they don't have grasp of the English language and we don't have grasp of their culture, but I've noticed that a lot of their horoscopes in Vedic seem to tend to be a little darker. You know, um, I, I think that's pretty common throughout the um, throughout the the culture over there, because I've mm -hmm. I've gotten some I Ching and a few other things that I've mm -hmm. I've worked with. And it's like, yeah, it's all a pretty dark foundation. 
which yeah, it's I mean it stern. has it has some practical application, but it's not the love and light that you would get from an angel card reader. So you need to be a little prepared for that. <laughs> exactly. And also know that Vedic has 13 signs. So it's, it's, you know, it's just different. They use a different system rather than Western astrology. Right. But the best way really is to get, find somebody that you trust, that you resonate with and, and have a reading and have a regular reading if you're going through it, you know? Yeah. That's really the best thing. If you've never had an astrology reading, you'll be like, what? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. The, a good astrologer should be able to confirm uh, some things so that you'll know right away. It's not like going to a psychic or a medium and like, you know, there's that kind of vibe where it's kind of like, okay, you could say that to anybody. This yeah. is much more specific. A good astrology reading should be far, really specific. Excellent. That is good to know. So I know you have a gift that's coming at the end of the program here. Why don't we just move it up to right now? Because I think it's applicable to our most recent conversation. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is the beginning of the astrology new year. So we just went through Pisces. That's the last sign in um, the zodiac. The, mm-hmm. Now we're at the beginning of the year, it's the spring equinox, and now we've got a whole new 12 month cycle. So, this is the astrological new year, and I've got a um, astrological new year reading that I do every year that's very popular. Um, and I'm going to be offering that until Taurus season. We're in Aries season, so I think it goes until the 19th. Okay. Or no, the twentieth. I think the twentieth. Uh, yeah, and then the the special will go away. But they can you can get a a just a plan. It's not a it's not a natal reading, so you won't get to know a lot about your personality. But you'll know how some of these important transits are going to affect you in the next twelve months and a little bit beyond. All right, beautiful. We are coming up on our second break. So when we come back from the break. I want to dig into, well, how do we use that? Because I promised it in this section, but then we talked about other stuff. So <laughs> in okay. the next section, we'll talk about practical application, how you would use something like that. So everyone out there in listener land, hang with us. We will be right back from the break. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Leave a quick voice message at 520-261-6827. And let me know, how has the show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That number, 520-261-6827. Thank you so much for your feedback. It's crucial in informing where I take the show next. Thank you, and go out and live soul first. 
It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee Guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I'm here with the amazing and wonderful Sally Boyd, the intuitive astrologer. So before break, we were talking about your astrological New Year horoscope that you put out and had invited the guests to come get that. Would you like to repeat where they can find that? It's actually a reading. It's not a horoscope, but oh. I do have I do have a 2023 horoscope that's free. If you just want to visit my website, go to my blog. There's quite a bit written about every sign. And my website is activatedastrology.com. You can also uh, get the reading if you want to go to ascensionschoolofspirituality.com and just click on my name, Sally Boyd, in the mentors. You can get that reading there. Beautiful. So say we have a horoscope or we got like a, a reading from you. Uh, what kinds of things would that be useful to me when, when I'm going through my life, through my business, as I'm making decisions about, do I put on an event or a special? Do I hire this person? Do I let this person go? These kinds of day-to-day block and tackle things that we do. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to look for in a forecast, so you're going to get a natal reading with a forecast, or you're going to get a forecast. A forecast is you know, I don't like to use this word predictions because we have free will. So we're not going to use that, but it'll tell you where the opportunities and where the possible snags are going to be. So we look for transits Mm -hmm. and that's going to be like, if we're looking for, if we're looking for financial thing opportunities, likely we're going to be looking at the second house. We're going to be looking at uh, maybe, maybe the eighth house, the 10th house, And we're going to be looking at at what planets are are speaking to us and where they are and how they're transiting. I can tell you that, you know, astrology will cover everything in your life, everything. 
So something that we're all about to go through right now is it's eclipse season again. So it is. Yes. <laughs> Beginning and endings. And we have been kind of in on the polarity of the nodes being Taurus and, and Scorpio. We still have a little of that left, but really we're shifting now to the beginnings and endings in Aries and Libra. So these are going to be, this is fate, really. Things that just have abrupt endings or start just like, where did that come from? Blessings that just manna from heaven. What? You know? Yeah. Um, so I, I'm I'm ready for some of that manna. From I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. The Aries is is self and the courage that we have and our ability to take action. Okay, so imagine what you could what could be ending and beginning. Could it be that you are going to take you know take you know some type of initiative or some sort of action on how you deal with your ego. Could it be that your ego is going to get you in trouble and end something, or you got, you dealt with that darker side and you have, now you get, you're seeing the blessings of that. You never know. You never know how, how it's going to work out exactly, or at least an astrologer can't tell you exactly how it's going to work out. But you, if you do the self-examination, they can, they can say, okay, what do you have around this topic? It also, these eclipses are going to also have a lot to do with partnerships. Mm. So business partnerships, relationships, love relationships, marriages, other people in your life, um, not probably big groups of people, but one-on-one relationships and legal affairs. Okay. Okay. So that's kind of what the, what the, eclipses are going to talk at. Don't be afraid. We're, we're going to, South Node is still going to be in Taurus. This is kind of a crazy time of year anyway, but the South Node is still going to be in Taurus when we have the new moon eclipse on the 12, at 1212. 12. And what does that mean for us, the South yeah. Node in Taurus? Well, I'm sorry, it's going to be in Scorpio. Scorpio, um, which, okay. Yeah, Scorpio. Um, you know, Scorpio kind of likes to scare people. It's a little darker. Mm-hmm. So don't fall into the first one that we have is a new moon. So it's new beginnings, right? Uh, it's a new moon solar eclipse. So it's probably going to shine on more people. This is going to be more of a collective experience, I'm guessing, um, in, t- in Aries. So, you know, we could see the beginning or the ending of some type of war because Aries is war, mm-hmm. war within, Oh, yeah. Something that you're conflicted <laughs> about, right? But the whole thing is, is you have to, Aries is asking you to take, really take a step into it, be brave. And Scorpio is going to go like, well, wait, it's dark in there. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> break, <laughs> break out your flashlight. <laughs> yeah. And then there's a full moon, a full moon lunar eclipse on May 5th. Um, so, and that's in Scorpio and that'll be the last one in Scorpio for a while, some, some years. Um, but you know, that would be one thing. The other thing would be, uh, are we dealing with self-worth? You know, we're talking about Taurus self-worth, our material goods, our earned income, our banking versus other people's money, inheritance or roots, that type of thing. Uh, Mm. formative education, siblings, you know, there's, 
there's a million, there's a million different ways to say, you know, this is how we use astrology, our health, um, the, literally, like I know people that do uh, medical astrology and they also do do uh, seismic, you know, like they work on predicting earthquakes and things like that, world events, evolutionary astrology for your for your spirit. How can I get through this this thing that is holding me back? If you feel like it's if, if there's indeed still karma, I hear that there is no karma anymore. I don't know if I believe yeah, that or well, not. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's all in how you use karma, right? <laughs> right. I think somebody's paying the piper right now, maybe potentially. Um, but, you know, ha- what past lives and things like that, you know, what are you here for? Purpose. Um, you know, what, how are you to serve? How are you best going to uh, achieve your dreams? That anything that you can possibly imagine, anything under the cosmos is going to, is, is able to be spoken about through yeah. the gift of astrology. It's I, God's I, creation. Yeah, I find it interesting, actually, because I'm not a, what do I want to say, a close follower of astrology i'll periodically you know look at my horoscope or whatever um but i always find it interesting when i sit with you and have these conversations because like you were talking about the eclipses and aries and about the self-encourage and action taking and it's like this is exactly the mode that i'm in right now i've been evaluating what's going on and what's the path to go down and (laughs) setting up my environment to encourage me to take action as opposed to the environment that i was in previously where i was encouraged to kind of sit around and while my time away and kind of ignore what's going on right (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so it's interesting that even if you don't you're not someone who pays close attention to it. When you do look at it, it's like, oh, well, this is this may be contributing to why I am currently in this mode. Yeah. And I know you've been very helpful to me occasionally. <laughs> when I'm like, yeah. I'm having a crisis over here. <laughs> yeah. It's those big archetypal planets that, or the, you know, like when, let's say when there's a big, a stellium and so when there's a whole lot of planets or dwarf planets or asteroids all lined up in one sign it's those or eclipses it's that type of energy that we really notice because it doesn't it's not just a day in the life it's not right. just one week it's a long period of time that we're dealing with this energy it's what shifts us from you know being a child into stepping up, you know, it's, yeah. it's our maturity, it maturity and, and yeah, how we it's, it's exactly. Are we an adult or are we simply adulting? <laughs> That's so true. That's so true. I mean, I can tell you several things that would apply to that. You know, let's, just, let's hear several things that apply to the difference between being an adult as opposed to just adulting for the moment. This is so great. This is such a great conversation. Okay. So, um, like quick temper, Mm -hmm. you know, you would think I'm 61 years old. You would think at this age, 
that I would have been able to navigate my triggers, you know, but an adult would have gotten a handle on it by now. So I'm acting like I'm an adult in that respect, drinking wine to excess. Mm -hmm. You know, that's not good for me. I know that these are things that I know and that I am coming to terms with, with this Saturn in Pisces, with the Pluto in Aquarius, with Jupiter in Taurus for the first time in 12 years. You know, like the Pluto Aquarius thing, we haven't seen that since 2008. We had a major banking crisis. Where are we? Oh, Jesus. We're on the verge of a whole nother global crisis in the financial industries. Right? Same thing. It's a cycle. It's a cycle. It happens when the, the most intense energy is when a planet comes in and when a planet exits and it's going into another one. So always pay attention to that. So Venus, you know, may just hang around for three weeks. And that may have me in love with somebody or something or really, 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 really wanting to buy that expensive handbag. Or it may have me like teary eyed because something, you know, something Venusian just you know, is grabbing me, that artwork or whatever, depending on what sign it's in. And then in three weeks, it'll be on to a different energy. So yeah. it changes very quickly, you know? So you have to kind of monitor yourself. And I, those are things that I, where I have to look at my chart and yeah. say, okay, or pray. <laughs> well, and that's one of the places that I love to <clears throat> invite in things like hypnosis. It's like, okay, I can admire that. I don't have to possess it, right? <laughs> yes. You know what? I really want to get a session with you, a hypnosis session. I we really can do. we can really do that. We'll talk after so this. <laughs> I'm so excited. I really want to do it because I love, I'm a big proponent of, of hypnosis. It has gotten me over so many rough patches in life. So I'm very excited to personally know one that I know. Excellent. You know, that I I can tell my secrets to and I know <laughs> you know they're not going anywhere. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Somebody that will relate anyway. So I'm very excited about that. I love yeah. that. I I've love had some that. great, I've had some absolute phenomenal knockout success with with hypnosis. Yeah, it's it's killer. It was part of the reason I felt like I really needed to add it to my to my tool bag. It makes such a difference when you can go directly into the subconscious and have that conversation with it and find out why it came to this weird connection, uh, right? It it makes these conclusions about what will keep you safe that have nothing to do with any kind of reality. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think that's why it works so quickly is you can go in there and go, okay, you need to disconnect that. Here's the connection that needs to be made. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. It really That's is. Yeah. So we're, we've got 30 seconds. What are your final 30 second words of wisdom? I always have to say, do not live in fear of what's happening. First of all, if something's happening right now, it's going to pass and it's happening for you. It's not happening to you. And it's going to pass and you're going to see something so beautiful that's going to come of it. But you have to put yourself in that mindset 
tell your monkey mind, Mercury, to take a seat and step out of that place where you're talking to yourself. And um, get curious. And get yeah. curious. And Mercury loves curious. So if you yeah. get curious, Mer that's it. Mercury rules curiosity. Beautiful. Thank you for that, Sally. Everything you want is behind that door marked fear. <laughs> it is. That's so, so true. Open that sucker up and see what's back there. <laughs> I love that. I'm going to use that. Absolutely. I'll quote you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and right. so thank you for joining me today and thank you to everyone out there in listener land who's joined us today i love doing this show for you and i love hearing from my listeners so shoot me a quick email at askzafia at transformationspace.co whatever is on your heart is more than welcome and until next week and an hour earlier on the business channel go out and live soul first Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week, right here 